Welcome to the Talking Transformation podcast. This is Matt Bird, Chief Executive of Cinnamon Network International. I'm thrilled today to have as my very special guest, Sean Wade, the leader of the Lincoln Active Faith Network. Welcome. Hi, great to be with you. And you too. And I hear the sun is shining today in Lincoln. It is. It's absolutely beautiful. Yes. Oh, but it is here too. It's so good to have you with us today. Now, if you, now God is really doing some amazing things in Lincoln. And I don't know about you, but sometimes it, yeah, we're meant to be leaders, but, it, but, it, but actually it's God that's doing this stuff. And we're just trying to follow him and yeah. keep in step with what he's doing. Is that what it feels like for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's, it's incredible when you know that God's got such incredible plans for your city and you've just got to kind of keep up with him, to be honest. Yeah, it's amazing. So it's going to be great today to hear about what some of the things that, that God has been doing. So a few years ago, Cinnamon Network supported the churches across Lincoln uh, to undertake the Cinnamon Faith Action Audit to work together to measure the social and economic impact of all that the churches and other faith groups are doing in the city. So I'd love just to hear about the journey through that um, and and what happened along the way. So tell us about it. Yeah, so in 2015, um, Lincoln um, did the Faith Action Audit and it was just, it was was an incredible year really. Um, It was a great opportunity for us to start working um, across a couple of churches just to make the audit happen. Um, we managed to find out all of the different other faiths that were going on in, in the city as well, um, different religions that we had no idea were existing in our city. So that was just some brilliant connections came out of that. And the results were astounding. You always know that the churches are doing brilliant stuff on the ground, but to actually see it in black and white on paper is, is incredible. Yeah, so we always the- say, you know, we're trying to help the, the church t- communicate their value in numbers as well as story. And when you see those numbers, it's like, wow, we have no idea. (laughs) No wonder we're all so tired, eh? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) So, so yeah, so we we got these results and we put on um, a celebration event at the cathedral. And there was was a great number of people there. And we invited the leader of our city council um, just to come and bring some thoughts as to what he sees when he looks at those results. And it was really, it was a real encouraging evening and a massive challenge a big kick up the bum to be honest oh um, right so <laughs> yeah. you so, so you you didn't just invite the faith leaders you invited the civic leaders yes. the council the police schools all those guys involved in the life of the city yeah yeah we just thought if we've got this i mean as well cinnamon put together this really great booklet so it, it just it feels really good it looks really good and it's just an opportunity to celebrate what what goes on um, yeah. So, so the leader stood up and he said, "This is fantastic. Um, looking at these results, we really should be partnering with you better." Um, we've wow! Got resources. So this is the leader, the of leader the city of the council. council. Yeah, he said we've got resources that we could put into what you're doing. Um, and however, he then said, "However, um, if I want to talk to the church." Who on earth do I talk to? You're all in your own little areas doing your own little thing. And we don't have um, that that main channel to be able to speak to the church. So. um, Wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
church. Do you think you might work together? That's great coming from the leader of the council, isn't it? I know. But for eight years, we've been talking about, yes, we need to be better at this. We need to network ourselves. But we hadn't really got around to doing it because everybody around that table was always busy. Um, Everybody's running their own churches or their own denominations. And so now we're having the council turn around and say, please sort yourselves out because this could be something really good. Um, we, we, we thought, yeah, actually, now's the time. We've got this great document to really kickstart us, to be honest. I mean, we've, we've got no better than this to really get us going. Yeah. 71% on that audit said that they wanted a closer working partnership with others. 71%. Wow. So we decided... If, if, we're not, if we don't do it now, we're never going to actually yeah. do it. So, so, so on the um, one hand, you had the city leader, this leader of the city council saying, um, could you work together? Yeah. Uh, and, and on the other hand, the people that you surveyed are saying, actually, 71% of them said, we want to work with others. So well, it was we... kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a no-brainer, really. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah. what did you do? So um, we started to gather, we, we, we started to dream really about what this could look like. We gathered a bit of a steering group together, making sure that all the denominations were represented on that yeah. steering group. Um, it's very easy for one type of denomination to run away with it. Yeah. Um, and we didn't want that. We wanted this to be very ecumenical. Fantastic. So we put together a steering group. And so just, just tell me for yeah. a minute, Sean, what's the difference between a steering group and a committee? Because things normally <laughs> die in committees. So what makes the steering group any better? Yeah, <laughs> we were very clear that we wanted the steering group to be made up of church leaders. So people yeah. that were leading their own churches and people who not only had a heart for their church, but had a, a citywide vision. Um, again, it was we didn't want people just to be nodding along, but not really doing anything about anything, you know. Um, so so we, we wanted to make sure that the, these these were going to be the people that steered the vision, that created the vision for this network. Yeah. And that, then who were going to encourage their own denominations to kind of really get behind it as well. That was very important to us. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And and so what did uh, the the uh, what did the steering group then do? I mean, the city and the churches were there were there issues that you had a common interest in? Yes. So um, we started off by um, having a couple of gatherings where we gathered as many Christians as we could to really dream about what a network could look like. We yeah. put together our, our vision, aims, values as a network. Wanted to be very clear on that because it's very, it's very easy to get swayed by if any funding comes in or anything to, to suddenly forget why you've established what you've established yeah. in the first place. So that was very important. We then, after that, we then put together um, six particular areas that we felt very strongly were significant needs in the city. Was the, was the city involved in identifying those six areas with you? Um, so we, we knew that these six areas were going to be areas of need that we had to focus on. What we, because they were quite general, so shall I, I'll, I'll read yeah, tell us, what they Tell were. us what the six are, I'm fascinated. Yeah, so um, health and well-being. So yeah. again, these are quite, they, they're quite um, broad, but then we, we identified particular areas in those. So health and yeah. well-being being one, homelessness and the home, um inclusion yeah. Incl- what do you mean by inclusion well that was who... the question we, we put inclusion that exactly what it is that we need to focus on in terms of inclusion. yeah yeah great 
Um, we've got a high population of um, Eastern European um, nationalities and we knew that refugees were potentially coming into the city. So we wanted to make sure we were um, becoming inclusive of those coming from other countries. We also wanted to work with other faiths, but how do churches do that well? Um, so inclusion kind of covered um, ethnicity and other faiths. Um, that yeah. was, they were two big areas. So kind um, of doing that without saying we're all the same, really, and finding a, yeah. an authentic way of doing it. Yeah, really We need important. to celebrate our differences, but then, then know how we can work with each other. Yeah. So um, that was inclusion. Then we had finance and employment, yeah. um, children and young people, yeah. um, and food poverty, um, wow. which is pretty specific. <laughs> You see, you weren't being very ambitious at all about at the difference all. you might make in the city. <laughs> I think our plan is to eradicate poverty. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's a good start. So, yeah, so, um, so yeah, that, that, they were six different areas. So what we basically said to all the churches were, look, these are our subgroups. We put together a video that went out across the churches explaining about the Active Faith Network, these six different subgroups. And we said, look, if you work professionally in any of these areas or have a passion for any of these areas, please let us know. We'll put you into a subgroup and we'll get the discussion going. Yeah. Um, so we then spent a year with these subgroups going through tier fund have created this um, model called the discovery model yeah. so it's it's basically finding out where are the actual needs not just guessing what the needs are yeah. um, so we followed that which was great we were able to have conversations right across the city about not only what churches are doing but what is everybody else doing and where are the gaps where churches could perhaps serve so yeah. um, that was a big piece of work um, we then, in last November, November 2018, we launched our three-year action plan based on all of those conversations. So, so a lot of talking, yeah. a lot of conversations, a lot of consultation. Yeah. And then you turn, then you turn to action. Yes. <laughs> Which is I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Well, I mean, after the name of what you're doing, the uh, the Active Faith Network, you couldn't talk about it for too long. Exactly. And it's very, very difficult when you've got a lot of activists around one table. They all wanted to start projects immediately. But we knew that <laughs> we knew that if we did that, we'd be doing stuff that we didn't even know was actually needed. I think churches yeah. are very good at that. We, we Our compassion drives us to want to start projects. But actually, we need to have a little bit of a sit back and think, is this needed? And how is this going to connect with everybody else in the city? Yeah. So, yeah, so we launched the action plan and each of those six subgroups identified three priority needs that they wanted to focus on over the next um, two, three years. Um, so, yeah, that was that was fantastic. So this um, we had this brilliant event in November where, again, we invited civic leaders. Um, we invited people from churches, key people in the city who needed to know what this action plan was. Yeah. And we launched it. And that was that was fantastic. So awesome. from, from the beginning of this year. We've we've started on on all our different kind of tasks and yeah um, yeah so just just a, it's it's such a beautiful thing to have people from different denominations um, come around the table and say oh I thought I was the only one that was passionate about this but actually you you over there in that church you're just as passionate as I am and what could we do then if we put our expertise together yeah. and said what could the church actually achieve yeah. especially if you're a Christian doctor or a Christian psychologist. There's so yeah. many different times that you can't use your faith in your own job. So yeah. being able to put some of that into how can the church meet these needs is really immense. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's an incredible reorientation of us in a sense of mm. the church from pa a parish focus 
to, to yeah. a city focus and saying, actually, we live and breathe and work and pray and worship and act for the benefit of the city, not our church. Yes. And that's, a, that's a massive reorientation, isn't it? It um, is. It and, is. And, and now you're, you're coordinated and, and collaborating together to shift the dial on some of the, the social needs of your city. I mean, it's just, it's an incredible, and I know you're, you, you, you probably feel like you're still beginning and you are, but, <laughs> yeah. but to, to even get to where you've got to is quite an incredible uh, culture shift. Yeah, I think um, when we put together our values, um, there were three main words that we wanted to use. Um, relate. We wanted to make sure we related well to each other and yeah. relationships were strong across the city. Achieve was the second one. We wanted to make sure that we could we could do more together than we can do separately. Yeah. And represent was the third one. So the church being at the heart of all the big conversations of the city, um, we could we could actually be the voice of the church at all of those decision making tables um, within the city. So that yeah. that was very important as well. Yeah. And the city have they? Uh, I mean, what, what, have they been impressed by what you've done? And are they? Are they how how are they? How are they continuing to be involved? Who's that? The, the civic. The, the city, yeah, the city, city leaders, leaders. Yeah. So um, yeah, we've had we've had some great opportunities really because because we've now kind of put the church on the map for them. <laughs> yeah. um, they've they've invited us to a number of different um, consultations where they're re-envisioning um, certain aspects within the city. So the hope we have we have we have a massive homelessness problem and we have for a number of years now. Yeah. And so we were able to be invited to the strategic board of of um, what does that look like for the future? How are we really caring for people and not just sweeping them off the streets, but how are we really helping them rebuild their lives? So the yeah. Active Faith Network was able to be at that table. Um, the NHS have been fantastic. So I think many, many years ago, maybe um, the church wouldn't have really had much of a say in, in healthcare, But now we're being invited to um, be able to, again, sit at the table. Um, all the funding that's coming in soon for all the mental health in the city. We're right at the heart of those conversations and looking at how churches can connect with local GPs, connect with um crisis cafes and be able to really serve and and because there's so many different ways where our agenda crosses over with their agenda so it's it just seems daft to not work together on this so the, the nhs have been incredibly open to working with the churches now which is just yeah. marvelous that's um, amazing yeah and and yeah so many great conversations um of of us being able to be able to say look as churches if we've got 70 70 plus churches in our city and surrounding villages users we've got resources we've got you know we've got passion for our community we're already made community how can you use what resource we have yeah to see our city transformed so amazing yeah. beautiful and something else that uh, you've done um as a result of the uh, faith action audit is you started as a civic prayer breakfast that uh, cinnamon's inspired you in what, yeah tell us a bit about that because that's also quite interesting getting it's people who aren't christians who who are civic leaders praying i mean what on earth's going on oh I, I tell you what matt the first the first civic prayer breakfast we did i thought the whole time i thought what are we doing how can we invite civic leaders who <laughs> say they are of no faith at seven o'clock in the morning to come to a civic prayer breakfast um, at the cathedral um it was it was it was it, oh but anyway the first one went amazing did anybody well. turn we, up yeah <laughs> surprisingly um in 
team we had our first one. So we had, there must have been between 60 and 70 um, leaders there. So again, a real great mix between half were church leaders, half were civic leaders. Um, and it was it was a really moving service, actually. And again, we, we, we try and do it quite in an Anglican style, so written prayers. We, we hold back, some of us who are Pentecostal hold, hold some of our own prayer ways back a little bit <laughs> um, to, to fit in. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it was, it was tremendous. And we had so many incredible comments after that very first one. Uh, one particular guy quite high up in the city council, he said it's been one of the most inspirational mornings that he's had because he said everybody usually comes to these things or comes to an event with their own agenda. You know, I've got this funding. I need to see these you know, things happen. And he said, however, I walk into this place and I know that the only agenda on the table is the well-being of the city. And he said it was absolutely powerful. And, and, just, and he said yeah. only, the church, only the church could do that. Only the church could have just the well-being of the city at, at the agenda, you know, on wow. the agenda. So, so from that point onwards, it's kind of, it's grown from there, really. I mean, we had our last one two days ago. Um, yeah. We always have it in May, which is great because we appoint our new mayor every May. So we uh -huh. use it as an opportunity to introduce the mayor, um, yeah. get them to share their kind of vision for the year. And so this past Wednesday, we had well over 100 people there. Mm. Um, again, significant people from all the different um, spheres in the city. And yeah, just, oh, just an incredible opportunity because they say at no other point do we get to see the picture of the city like this. We don't yeah. get to meet the other sectors um, in, in this kind of forum. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's just been it's just been a great opportunity because what it does is it, it kind of again puts the church at the heart of the key conversations going on in the city. The church are driving it, which is just tremendous. That's amazing mm. um, to see you know people from different sectors coming together who aren't necessarily Christians no. and kind of being open to praying to Jesus for the 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 peace and prosperity of the city. It's yep. just quite incredible. And leaders Quite from incredible. other faiths as well were there. We invite leaders from other faiths to come and join us as well. Um, come and if, pray to if, Jesus. If, if they feel happy to. <laughs> yeah, um, why not? Come along. It's difficult when it's Ramadan um, in terms of not being able to eat the breakfast. But, um, but actually, it's, it's wonderful that they feel comfortable enough to come into that environment and actually yeah. say, yes, we want to be part of this conversation as well. Yeah, well, that's great. Well, Sean, it's amazing to hear um, how you're keeping up with God in Lincoln and what he's doing and yeah. um, following his leadership. Really inspiring. For those people that are listening around the world, leaders in other cities, they're, they're, they're listening to this and I'm sure they're thinking, wow, I'd like to do something like this. I'd love to do the Cinnamon Faith Action Audit. I'd love to do a civic prayer breakfast. Mm. You know, they're, 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 they're soaking all this up. What, what three practical tips would you give other leaders who were wanting to lean in uh, to the life of their city to see transformation. Yeah. What, 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 what would you leave with people today? Firstly, I'd say um, start the conversation. You will, you will not be the only one dreaming about this in the city or town that you're based. So, so draw together those who are also speaking similarly, you know, um, dreams and visions for the city. Draw them together and start those conversations. What does this look like? Dream, dream beyond anything that's happened before. Um, and and that's that's always a great place to start. Secondly, I would say find someone or some some denomination who will champion um, the, the the new network with resource. 
Um, often so many things just stay as conversations because we don't put any finance into it to make anything happen. Um, the thing that really helped us was that the Methodist district actually turned around and says, right, we're going to actually kickstart this with funding. And I was able to then be taken on um, part time um, during the week to actually make stuff happen. You need some yeah. staff time to put into it. Yeah. It's a big it's a big undertaking. Yeah. So it needs to be championed with resource. Yeah. Thirdly, um, keep going. It's really hard work, <laughs> but it's absolutely it's so rewarding because, you know, it's what God is calling us all to do across cities and towns to, to, to pull ourselves together and to, to speak um, transformation over our cities and our towns. Um, ec any ecumenical working is always going to be hard and you're going to find maybe there's the odd denomination that aren't going to engage straight away. Keep going with the conversations because maybe two or three years down the line, they'll connect in big time. <laughs> it yeah. takes a while. And if you want to go fast, go in alone. If you want to go far, go together. Because it's hey, Sean, take some that's time. a great way to finish. We are so <laughs> encouraged by what God is doing in Lincoln and how he's using you and the team uh, to, to bring about transformation in your city. Thank you yeah. so much for joining the Talking Transformation podcast today. Uh, we're praying for you, cheering for you. And uh, you. we'll speak to you again really soon. Goodbye that's for simple. now. Thank you, Matt. Bye.